0: Jenna and you're listening to more than murder where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime
1: more than murder is not your typical true crime podcast join us on a weekly tour through the haunted the bloody the creepy and the nutty on our freaky Fridays
0: hello Jenna hello 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 Hello, listeners hello. <laughs> <laughs> thank you because I was actually like waiting for a reply for a second I'm so glad that you said hello back because you are a listener today I am, yeah. You are, and you're a commentator as well. Yeah, I am. My favorite one. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So first, the only warning I'm going to give you guys is I have been dealing with some sinus stuff, so my voice sounds all nasally. Not the Rona. <laughs> not great. No, I am vaccinated, and I am, I am just, kind of like, sinus shit, that's all. Yes, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that is why I'm sounding nasally. Don't pick on me because I sound like this without having to pitch my nose.
1: (laughs) She drank a lot of milk. (laughs) Drank a lot of dairy. (laughs) All You drank a lot of dairy. Yep, yep.
0: (laughs) So, today, of course, I'm sure you guys can guess what I am doing. I am doing something haunted because, I mean, that's just what seems to be what I do. It's a good week for haunted because it's just... It's been so rainy. My God, yesterday was a monsoon. Oh yeah, Hurricane Fred came a-knockin'. Yep, and we're recording Thursday, of course, so I'm talking about Wednesday, you guys, today. Sorry that you're listening Friday. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah you've heard it all things. before. You know how it goes. <laughs> you know how it goes. <laughs> but yes. So, today, we are going to be traveling to New York City. Okay. And, of course, there are theaters in New York City. Oops, okay. someone's going to
1: get arrested. Isn't that weird, though? You mentioned, like, New York City, and you start hearing sirens.
0: sirens. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my one. gosh,
1: guys, we're not from New York we're City. actually from
0: New York City right now, you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we're not. We live in New York. No. we not in New York City. Yeah. So, again, there's lots of theaters in New York City, and, of course, many of those are haunted. I mean, New York City is one of the oldest, oldest. cities, you know,
1: yeah.
0: and... The one most famous for Broadway and theatrical productions. Love it this. So of course we're just that way. We should make a more than murder um musical.
1: Oh my god, I'm so down with that. I will write this same
0: way. Lynn Manuel, if you wanna confer on some songs, brother. If like If wanna do a spooky true crime
1: Let's do it. Musical,
0: we are down.
1: Let's do it. Yeah. You can even be in it if you want. Of course.
0: I would die inside. I love you, Linda. I know.
1: Miranda. I know. Maybe You're you genius. could win another award that you deserve for it. We get a Tony. You know, we'll get um, it all the way to really, like, you know, it'll start
0: off Broadway. It'll, it'll be a theater.
1: Then it's going to open up on Broadway. See, we've already planned it
0: for you, Lynn. Yeah, we got this. Yeah. Hit us up. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to it. <laughs> so, the theater I am spending the most time on today, the only time on today, <laughs> has had one ghost, as far as I'm aware, over the span of the theater um, being open, I guess, like, uh, about 15 or 16 years after the theater opened, I think, this this actress started working there. And, yeah, she's been there ever since.
1: I think that's kind of cool, though, if you have, like, one... One ghost that kind of hang hangs around. It's the same ghost that you're seeing. It's just like mm-hmm. part of the family at that is. point. It's like, oh yeah, she's just hanging wait out till of you here. hear the
0: stories. Okay. So what the theater I'm talking about today is the New Amsterdam Theater, which
1: wasn't it called New Amsterdam like at first? Like New York City yes. was New Amsterdam, and mm-hmm. then they changed the name. So yep. like early colonies type shit.
0: Yep. Cool. And that's why we still have New
1: Hampshire
0: and, and all, all that. Things.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: The New Amsterdam Theater was open for productions on October 26 in 1903. Okay. Today, it's the oldest theater in New York City that's still in operation. So there might have been older ones, oh, okay. but it's the one that's still operating to this day. Cool, cool. I guess keep in mind in 19. So for a few years before 1990. It was just kind of shut down and kind of disarray. New York City wasn't great. Yeah. In the 70s and 80s. Um, Disney, I believe, then purchased it. So Disney has its hands in the theater, but they actually were the ones to bring it back to life. And that's why a lot of times you'll go and see Aladdin there
1: oh, um, and so things like that. All of like the Disney shows. Yeah. Okay. So I thought that was
0: really neat. We and can go
1: to the New Amsterdam Theater. Heck Yeah. That. I need to see The Lion King, so that's what we'll go see, is The so, Lion yeah. King, because, yeah, let's go. So,
0: <laughs> After Delta goes away.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to the theater for you, though. No. Oh, there's shows coming back, though, and I'm like, ah.
0: I know. So, yes, we will make it there at some point, but not anytime soon, mm-hmm. I guess. Anyways, so this theater is even cooler for its history, so a production the theater was extremely well-known for was The Ziegfeld Follies. That started running in 1913 and for the next 14 years after that. Cool. The Ziegfeld Follies was a spectacular and lavish production, and it was most famous for um, like the chorus girls that were mm-hmm. handpicked by Mr. Ziegfeld himself yes. and were often very beautiful. That was big at the time. Yes, they would be in... Um, even though it was kind of like pre-flapper, that's kind of what they would dress as a lot of the times, was those um beaded, flouncy dresses yes. and yep. the short hair and all that. So it was totally something I would have loved to have seen. I know. It would have or been do. Or fucking amazing. do. I know. Give me up there, man. Would have been awesome. Here is where we meet Miss Olive Thomas. Oh my god, I love the name Olive. I believe she was actually born as like Olivet or something. It was it was something different. It was like longer. Okay, and then she shortened. And it. I don't know if her last name was Thomas when she was born either. But I didn't really get into all that because of yeah, course yeah. a lot of famous people in Hollywood people always Use change their names. Name. Yeah, everybody they gotta sound better. Like Noel Marinelli probably would not be the best famous sounding name. But or you just I don't digress. want people all up in your business. Yeah, like nope. <laughs> so. She was born October 20th in 1894. Okay. In 1914, when Olive was 20, she began working as a model for, quote, an illustrator. Some sort of magazine, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah, so Pin-up type, which was a pre-pin-up, way pre-pin-up.
1: It could have been. It could just even like have just been something where it's just someone is drawing something and needs a woman to draw. I, it could be
0: something simple as true. that. Because uh, illustration was big back then. That is true. I was wondering, when did Playboy start? Hmm. 40s? 30s? Something like that. You haven't yeah. had to be alive. Oh, I know. So. He's he's ancient. He was ancient. Sorry. Rest in peace, here. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. Some people would be like, oh. I know. So, yeah, she began working for an illustrator. Okay. In 1915, the year after, she found the Ziegfeld Follies, which had now been running for two years. I guess she also, from what I remember researching, she was reportedly one of the most beautiful girls and was actually voted, uh, I believe, like, New York City's most beautiful girl or something. Oh, look at you, Olive. Yeah. So another year later, 1916, she started acting in silent movies. Over the next four years, Olive would star in over twenty silent film productions. Oh wow. And in, in you know, that four years. Time. I feel
1: like that's pretty big career. Like that's you're kind of like a movie star.
0: Yeah, she was kinda like a big time. On October twenty fifth, nineteen sixteen, when Olive was twenty-two, she married a twenty year old man named Jack Pickford, which was not his real name originally, of course. I guess I'll talk about that. I think I I think I do mention that. But I believe they knew each other before. I don't know, it was weird, because they're like, oh, she just married this guy? But I don't really know how they met. They never said. However, okay. he was also a silent film star. Not only that, but a producer and a director as well. That's how it goes. All because <laughs> of his family.
1: And that's just, yeah, yeah.
0: Now, let me take some time to talk about Jack Pickford. I definitely went digging into this story because, obviously... Olive Thomas is our main character today for a reason, Mm -hmm. and I'm sorry, but when I hear an old Hollywood director, plus his wife, who is one of the stars, knowing what we know now gives me kind of bad vibes.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I wanted to look into it, especially when I found out how poor Olive becomes a ghost. So, Jack was actually born John Smith. And that was in, yeah, 1896, so I do believe he is two years younger, that's what I did the math on, two years younger than Olive. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to see what his life was like, what was his early life like, like with our true crime and our serial killers and stuff. We look into that shit. And I'm very happy I did. There's a reason why people think her death is suspicious, yo. And maybe, (sighs) you know, yeah. So let's see. Yeah, he was born in 1896. His dad left his mom and two sisters when he was younger. Already one of the things that happens very often in their early childhood. Was he abusive? (laughs) Not him. Oh, well, that we know of. Right, yeah. His mom, I guess, had the kids acting in, like, local stage productions already, but decided that she was going to move them out to New York. Okay. In New York, they also did stage shows, obviously, as child actors, and his sister became a well-known silent film star. She actually got, like, a million-dollar contract with one of the companies, and that's how Jack got his start and foot in the door in the Hollywood directing and producing industry. Yeah, damn. And silent film industry. That was when he was 14 he started doing this. Hey, child actors. Well, let's see how Jack... Proceeds in life. Not great, I'm guessing. It's it's a little shady. Okay. In 1918, when the U.S. entered World War I, Mm. Jack decided... You can hear Jenna's cat meowing, just so you know. We can't do much about it. She already tried moving her, but cat wants attention. (laughs) Sorry about it. So anyways, uh, when the U.S. entered World War I, Jack decided to join the Navy. Okay. However, it wouldn't last long, and he'd be pretty much dishonorably discharged almost
1: Mm. before
0: going back to the film industry.
1: Okay. They sometimes do that and it's not always a terrible thing. Like, it's not that they're...
0: This was for a terrible
1: thing. Okay. (laughs) Alright. 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 If we know about it and it's a terrible thing, then
0: alright. Yeah. Yeah. Because I agree, but according to my research, Jack started, like, getting into scheming in the military and keep this in your brain. So he would somehow be able to allow rich white guys to pay off and bribe their way out of joining the military. Oh. So, keep in mind the bribing. Okay. Okay. Not only that, but Jack was also finding young ladies to pretty much pimp to the other officers.
1: Aw, come on. So, he
0: is literally a piece of Donald do Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, oops. So we're we not saying the sh word.
0: No, we're, the... we're we can swear today. We can swear today.
1: <laughs> Fuck it. What kind of
0: weird mood <laughs> am I in where I said dog doo-doo? <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> so obviously now we can tell Jack may not be the best of guys. Well, Olive, you know she she is married to him. As we said, we're bringing it back to Olive's story. They got married in what uh, 1916. And then it sounds like he went away to the military in 1918, so they were still married during that time. Yeah. That brings us to September 5th, 1920. Olive is now 26, and she and Jack had decided to take, like, a late honeymoon trip to Paris because I guess they both had to film there anyway, so they were going to just do, like, combine the two, go to work, and have a a nice vacation.
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) That's what I do. I know, I'm
0: not just going there for filming and not enjoying anything exactly leave a
1: couple days beforehand you're going there anyway stay
0: a couple days after yeah yeah so anyways they go out have a great time they get crunk drunk jack is also yeah crunk drunk (laughs) jack is also rumored to have an alcohol problem as well as cocaine which many obviously were doing in hollywood especially at that time like 1920s like cocaine.
1: I feel like cocaine has just always been big. Yeah, they say that it's like big, the '80s. all you know, have these no. big spurs. I feel like it's just always been big. Uh-huh. People doing
0: cocaine. Uh huh. Yep. Apparently, and this is for context, I promise. Jack had syphilis, and he took medication for said conundrum. Okay. It was called mercury bichloride. Yes, I know exactly. Yes, 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 yes.
1: I've heard this story a time or
0: six. Okay, so it is a poisonous chemical that he'd actually... Rub onto Mm -hmm. the affected area. Mercury
1: is not good for you. No. You aren't supposed to touch it. You're not supposed to ingest it. You're not supposed to
0: smell it. And if a fish has mercury, first of all, if it's too high in content, you're not supposed to eat it at all. Or fish like tuna, you're only supposed to have, like, especially when you're pregnant, like a certain amount a week. Yeah,
1: they limit because of the mercury. Yes. Yes. You can't have any raw fish. No. Nada.
0: Well, I mean, sushi, some sushi is raw. It just depends on the fish, I guess, because some carry. See, I don't eat. I eat like the cooked. Yeah.
1: Usually, like I don't. I eat like the shrimp rolls. Yeah. Well, I guess. But they do have
0: them raw. raw, So I I think it just depends on which kind of seafood it is. Yeah. And how much mercury they contain. I don't know. Anyways, when they got back home from being out having a ball, every story reports that Olive was so drunk and tired. She accidentally drank this poison and got really sick. Okay, I'm sorry, but this this makes me mad. And this is why I dug into Jack. Yeah. She's been drunk with Jack before. Multiple. Wow. Thousands of cases. Being around this medication. Yeah. Yeah, many times before. All of a sudden. That was my next words I typed. All of a sudden, they're in a different country. A yeah. whole fucking different country. Uh-huh. And this is the time she accidentally drinks it and becomes poisoned. So poisoned that Olive Thomas dies five yeah. days later on September 10th, 1920. So he must
1: have been doing, like, recommended
0: dosage of this For already not great. Conundrum. He's
1: putting sh- crap in his body. Yeah. it's not going good. But she must have drank, like, the whole bottle.
0: I mean, it sounds like somebody fed it to her, honestly. Well, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah That's yeah, my... Yeah, s- yeah.
1: So... But there- she died because she took that unhealthy amount. Mm-hmm. Like, it's already unhealthy, but...
0: <laughs> mhm. There was a healthy speculation to her death, but the medical examiner, of course, ruled it as an accident. Of course. I don't believe it for a second, and that's just my opinion. Jack was already known to take bribes from rich white men while he was in the military. Mm-hmm. He had the knowledge and wealth to do something to Olive and then pay off anyone who asked questions, including the medical examiner. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, rule it as this.
1: Or even just, it's the 1920s. Yeah. he probably couldn't tell anyway. Of course, how is know? somebody going to
0: know if she, did, if she drank it or if somebody fed it exactly.
1: to her? Exactly. It's the just,
0: best. honestly, though, this... The shadow of a doubt, the amount of shadow of a doubt that's there, that's present, should have been a court case. Yeah, but... It, but it's Jack Picton or whatever his name is. Yeah. You know, he's got money, and he's a Hollywood director and producer.
1: And I feel like that happened a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so that is why I dug into that. I don't... I don't believe it. I think Jack did it. I really do.
1: Yeah, we can definitely speculate based mm-hmm. on the evidence and the story and...
0: And uh, also what I'm going to tell you next, Jack went on to marry a few other times after. They always do. Each marriage ended because, surprise, surprise, he was abusive and also a drunk with other drug problems. So he's also now showing that he's abusive. He's also showing that he's constantly drunk and got drug problems. Mm -hmm. So, and all these women are leaving him. Like, obviously, there's something going on. So, eventually, Jack's career dwindled and died out because of this. He became super depressed and unhealthy, kind of withered away before passing away in 1933. I'm not exactly sure on the cause. It is all correlated to health issues. From his Uh, alcohol, that mercury. Yeah, yeah. Probably had something to do with it. Yeah, and it was also the amount of alcohol he was consuming, I guess. Because he,
1: you know, he had the syphilis, and I don't know, I don't know if like the mercury, like fully takes away the syphilis, or if it just kind of like, you know, pushes it down, so you don't don't think that you have it anymore. But he was either re-getting it or re, you know, having it inflame. And who knows I don't know anything
0: about syphilis or how it's treated or how it acts or the symptoms neither. or anything.
1: I just know that a lot of people got it. Oh, yeah. Like, back in the know. 1700s, it was like, well, we died of the syphilis. That's my like, yeah.
0: favorite Buffy episode. It is not PC to this day right now, but it is hilarious. Oh, no,
1: it's not. And a lot of things aren't, guys. I mean, yeah,
0: I can't control that. No. And at the time, it was, you know. It was
1: okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was
0: funny. It wasn't okay. It wasn't funny. I
1: mean, when, in hindsight, no. But in it the was show the 90s. It, like, it was just. Yeah,
0: it's kind of just, it's hard.
1: And at least we can say we've come a long way. Yeah. It could be the, just like that right now, but it's not. So, let's look at it that way. So, what do you believe? Oh, I i, uh, I feel like he probably, because she was been around that medicine for a long she time. She knew
0: what it was. Yeah. Like,
1: it, it probably had a label on it, and he probably wasn't just carrying it around. And uh, no. no. I think that it's definitely sketchy. I don't know if I can say, you know, like, he did it for a fact, because in my brain, different scenarios are kind of running through, mm-hmm. like,
0: if he somehow, like, left it out, and she's like, oh, I don't know,
1: I don't know either, it's hard, I don't know, or, or he sold his own wife off to somebody for a big paycheck, yeah, that's and, what I was
0: wondering, too, you know, if he yeah. paid it, if he hired a hit or something,
1: yeah, and then,
0: you know, she didn't make it like it, accidental. so it was
1: like, oh, drink this, and you won't have anything to say about it, mm-hmm. or something, you know, so, you, yeah, you never know, I don't think that she did did, I don't think it was an accident, mm-hmm. I say that, yep.
0: And if he was abusive, maybe she was also abused and planning on ousting him as an abusive person and he's this director-producer, you know, that wouldn't be good for his image. Yeah, no, no. (sighs) Well, you guys let us know what you think. Send us an email or whatever, a message. We're going to get into the haunts now. Okay, yep. From the time of Olive's death, like I said earlier, strange sightings and things would happen at the New Amsterdam Theater. Apparently, Olive is just as playful in death as she was in life. She Aww. was, like, a very playful, fr- flirty girl. Yeah, yeah. You know, a, kind of the exact flapper style that you picture would be in Ziegfeld Follies. Uh-huh. You know, just that, hey, boys, you yeah. know? Yeah, Apparently, like I said, 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 <laughs> So she is a flirt still okay. to this day. Yeah, She takes the male audience members and the theater staff, security, ushers, actors, uh-huh. what have you. Uh-huh. One of the workers at the theater decided that she's always here, she lives here. And he actually placed photos of her, not only backstage, but also as you're entering the doors on the very... I think it's the last picture on the very right when you're entering the theater. Okay. The picture is there. Okay. And I guess it's a tradition because where it's placed backstage is mostly for, like, where the Disney performers can, like, see it. Not, like, so much the regular productions, just, like, the Disney side. I guess maybe the cast for Disney has, like, their own wing, maybe. (sighs) Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Because they said that it's more of the Disney cast. But what they do is literally before they go on show or before they leave the just leave the building there's a ritual with well no i guess it's just as they're exiting they'll either put their hand on the picture they'll blow the picture a kiss or Uh anything like that and i'm like i love that so much you know because they love her and she just loves them right back she's
1: just guarding you know the place where she started yeah
0: so i'm gonna be kind of kind of quoting but not really i'm just gonna be kind of reading off some info that i learned from a blog site called catapult.com. Sorry, catapult.com. Catapult. And there was a woman who was um, interviewing one of the, um, oh my God, what would you call it? A washer? Sure. No, she's like um, one of the head had people of Disney, like, I think it's like a vice president of operations or something of the Disney theater group, theater group, just executive, executive of the the theater group, (laughs) yes, her name was, is Dana Amendola, okay, and, that's a cool job, Yes, yes. Probably a stressful it is. job,
1: and I feel like that would be a pretty cool job. I'd put myself in every production though. I know. Oh, you need is like Lynn Manuel. Call me up. You know? <laughs> Obell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Call me up. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So I guess like I said, she wasn't just haunting back then, she still makes appearances now, and that's kind of what this um, reporter was kind of learning about from Dana. Yeah. And Apparently, a group of Disney staffers were sitting in an office talking about one of the Oscar films, um, The Artist or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it like an old, like... It was set in the silent film era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were wondering how many Follies girls became film stars and mentioned, obviously, Olive Thomas was one. <laughs> and someone said... No, the real star of Silent Era was Mary Pickford. Now, Mary Pickford, obviously, oh,
1: oh is the sister of
0: her hu- her husband. So it's her sister-in-law. Yes. yes. And Olive got pissed. <laughs> Because somebody was like, no. Uh -uh, Uh-uh, no, it's me. I guess a stack of, like, 13 or 14 DVDs on one of the tables just went flying and crashed across. Several staffers witnessed this. And they didn't just topple off or anything. The reporter claims that they were thrown, like, three feet and bounced off the wall. So... Pretty active, if you ask me. She was very upset and did not like yeah. that they said she was not the best one. You don't need a thousand ghosts. No, you, you don't. You only need one ghost. Especially, Especially like one who's been around since 1920. Yeah. It's now her. been a hundred. She's now a hundred years she's old. she got her bearings
1: spirit. as a ghost. Yeah. Man.
0: I guess ushers and a lot of security people who are there overnight, they all feel like a touch on the back, you know? Or, like, somebody might be tapping them and then running away, like, playing a practical joke. Because that's how she kind of was in Uh real life. She was just...
1: She was playful, having a good time.
0: And, of course, when they turn around, no one's there. And she's living in a theater. I know. Like, come on. A beautiful, beautiful Uh theater. I guess Thomas may have made other appearances in the middle of the orchestra section during a performance shortly after the opening of Aladdin in 2014. Oh, shit. How exciting is that? That is exciting. Why couldn't I have been there? I know. So, whew. This is so, I just love this. I guess somebody in the audience came up to theater staff and asked if they could have a booster seat for their kid. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Well, we're not going to interrupt the show, so we're going to wait till intermission to get you said booster seat because yes. it's, we're not going to walk around where we have to."
1: And especially if you're not on the edge or in the back, like if
0: if it's a distraction. If if you're in everybody. the middle
1: of a damn. We're not going to get into that. I yes. could get in to
0: that. Yes, but I'm not gonna. So when they got there to her seat after inter or during intermission with the booster seat, they mm-hmm. realized that she already had one. And they're like, where did you get that from? And she says, the lady in the back saw that I was looking and gave one to me. Oh, my God. And they said, we don't have a woman in the back. And and she gestured to, like, where the lady was standing. And none of they checked with staff. They said none of the staff had done it.
1: Uh-huh. So how
0: did she get it? Well, Olive Thomas is how she got it. She's just helping out, man. I find it so awesome. She's uh-huh. like... You're enjoying our theater production. Would you like a booster seat for your child? Yeah, exactly.
1: It could be, you know, you think of, like, Ghost Haunting, and it's all, like, the Phantom of the Opera, where he's, like, crashing things and almost killing people and fire. Totally opposite. And then you have her, and she's like, let me take you to your seat to, like, enjoy. Here's a rub on the back. I'm Olive. Like, it's great.
0: Oh, my gosh. I guess because of all these sightings, the theater staff, has run into a problem of crazy fans of Olive kind of hiding in the corners of the theaters, hoping to catch a glimpse of her. Oh,
1: jeez!
0: And so they have to literally do extra sweeps at night throughout yeah. the whole place just to make sure there's no like stowaways trying to hide and stay in the theater to get to like investigate. And I'm like, well, why don't you just ask them? Yeah, to get a tour. Like, don't just you're ruining yeah. it for people like us. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So yeah, I mean there's a lot a lot of the stuff that Olive does is just typical Olive stuff. She'll she'll let people know she's there, she's helping people, she'll yeah. greet people at the door, yeah. she'll touch you a little bit here or there, you know. Um they can recognize Yeah that it's her and nobody else. There there have been apparitions. I mean security guards have seen a, gr- a woman standing there in a green dress with a bottle in her hand, and I mean, it was it was Olive. Yeah. So it is incredible, and I really, really want to go. Of course, it's right up our alley, of course.
1: And I mean, we're really not that far away from New York City. No, we're not. You know, it's not like we live in California, and it's like, oh man, that would probably never happen, like Alcatraz. Oh,
0: someday. Someday.
1: Someday. Yeah. But this is a lot do- more doable.
0: Except it definitely is. New York City, I have anxiety right now. Yeah,
1: I'm not a fan. I have a little bit of anxiety right now.
0: Stinks Broadway has to be there, but that's just my opinion.
1: <laughs> that's the thing, though, is like, I don't mind seeing the touring shows. I'll go yeah. to Shays or I'll go yeah. to the auditorium. I'm I'm
0: fine with that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. I would love to see a, a, an actual Broadway someday. And
1: I've, I have. I've been fortunate. But uh, it's the first cast.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: to see Hamilton with Lin-Manuel Moran. I know, and or, Dear Evan Hansen yeah, with Ben exactly. Platt, like
0: holy, fuck. Uh-huh. it would be incredible. The feeling I had when I saw Hamilton with just random people is uh-huh. enough. Same thing with In the Heights for or me, just and then of course sobbing, just be like, <laughs> yeah. And of course, Abuela <laughs> from In the Heights was actually in the yes. Broadway. So that's yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, because it's just ugh, man, yeah, yeah. So that's it for us this week. Okay. Um, some things that we should let you know about coming up, right? We'll just do, like, a keep your eyes out for a special guest episode in the next couple weeks coming out.
1: Next couple weeks, a bonus, bonus episode for y'all. Yeah,
0: it may come out on, like, um... A Wednesday or something. We're not yeah, sure exactly haven't what picked day. we not what
1: day we want to do for our... But it won't
0: be on Freaky Friday. It'll be an extra for you guys. You can hear a special guest episode on some haunted places. So keep your eyes out for that. With that being said, in order to keep your eyes out for that, make sure you follow... That? That. <laughs> follow everywhere you can on YouTube. And, uh, of course, most importantly, subscribe. Hit the bell so you're notified. Then also make sure you are not just, like, going to our podcast to listen to episodes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your podcast Mm -hmm. listening apps. That way you get notified already because you're subscribed when new episodes come out. And...
1: If, you know, you're someone who commutes to work, hit that auto-download button. Yeah. That way you're not like, ah, oh, darn it, I didn't download the new episode and I can't listen to it Yeah, Yeah, you don't
0: necessarily have to use your data to listen. Exactly.
1: Some people don't have, you know, mm-hmm. the unlimited stuff. So. Yes.
0: So make sure you do that. We would really appreciate it if anybody would love to leave reviews. Uh, anywhere you can, I believe I looked it up recently, you can do it on Apple and Audible. Audible is one that even, um, Android users can leave reviews on.
1: With the Audible, just quick question, I don't know if you can answer this, like, I don't use my Audible anymore. Can I listen to, I don't think I can listen to podcasts unless, like, I
0: have the Audible. That's a good question, because... It's not like we charge to listen to it. I don't know how it works. Exactly.
1: So I don't know how that works.
0: I don't know. Let's look it up. We'll look it up on Google. I think I did yeah. the other day, and I think you can just listen. But and
1: maybe I'll look it up, because I have the app, because I still have books I'm listening yeah. to, but I haven't gotten another month, because I'm like, I'm not going right. to keep stacking up credits. I have like TV yeah. hours of books to listen to.
0: So. I don't think I have any credits either, so I'll have to check.
1: All right. All right. Yeah, we'll see.
0: So yeah, if you're on Audible, and you're, you can, just go ahead and leave yeah. a review there. Set Facebook, you can leave Recommendations what really 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 helps is sharing the more than murder page mm-hmm. sharing the website or blog articles share episodes put it to your story anything like that it's free it's quick and it gets us uh you know more yeah. more viewage more ears listening and, and just people knowing about us on instagram
1: we should do this when you're listening take a picture share it to your story, and then mention More Than Murder in your story. Yes. Like we can see it, and we can share it on our story, and we will just have this lovely community of, of listeners and mm-hmm. love, and we just love you.
0: Yes. I want to do a shout-out right now to our friend, Sydney. Shout-out! Uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of a promo swap with her soon, but she just shared it recently on her uh Insta, and she tagged myself which on insta is uh, noelle belly <laughs> so she tagged me there and it was awesome we felt super special so thank you very 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 much for yes, that thank you i we i saw it and i had a screenshot it and sent it to jenna yeah. and i was like
1: look at what she did it's such a good feeling you're just like
0: <gasps> yes it was like the first time anybody shared us to their story which is just like a, a really nice feeling yeah, you feel like yeah. people are supporting you and it's free to do so we really truly appreciate it thank you sydney and we will be in touch with you soon as well. Uh, other than that, what else?
1: The socials. Yeah, that's Did what I was going to The
0: socials. Yep. Yeah. Nope. That's, that's it for the yes. thingies
1: and the, the for things. For the things
0: and things to do and where to do them. Other than that, you can find us on <laughs> Facebook at
1: More Than Murder.
0: Follow us on Twitter
1: at More Than Underscore Murder. And you can also follow us on Insta at More Than Murder Pod.
0: And if you would love to look at the pictures from this episode or any other pictures or any other episodes like that, then we have the blog articles on our website. You can find those at www.morethanmurderpod.com. We thank you for listening. As always, we love you.
1: Love you. we will
0: see you next week. Bye! <laughs>